Hey, everybody. We're the Consumer Technology Association. I'm Tyler Suters. We are the owner and the producer of CES, the most influential tech event on the planet. We are here to get you CES ready. The big show is on the way. January 8th through the 11th, 2019 in Las Vegas. And at CES 2019, one of the things you will see is how 5G and connectivity will transform industries. Uh, it will enable digital health, smart cities, self-driving vehicles, and today's topic, smart homes. Not only are our homes becoming more energy efficient, they are easier than ever for us to use. And we'll delve into some of those factors today, both the manufacturing and product side, and also what voice is doing for us on that front. So today, we are talking to a longtime leader in home lighting. This company started originally with dimmers, and now it is very much in the space of the smart home. That is Lutron Electronics. And also, how the smart home is becoming enabled through voice recognition technology. We are talking to one of the world's best-known companies, Google. That is all coming up on this edition of CES Tech Talk. Joining us now from Lutron Electronics is Matt Swatsky. He is Vice President, Residential Mid-Market Business. And Matt, great to have you with us today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Tyler. Well, fun to talk to such a venerated, long-time consumer technology company. Um, Lutron's been in business for nearly 60 years now. Um, boy, there's been a lot of evolution over six decades. Uh, what's the transition you've seen in, in large scale for Lutron? Well, the biggest thing is that when Lutron started, we, we really made the, the dimmer that went in your dining room or into a, a commercial building to, to dim the lights. And that, that was over almost, almost 60 years ago now. And um, I think as our business evolved, we got into more commercial spaces, made commercial lighting systems. And about 25 years ago, believe it or not, we got into the connected home. And some people are shocked by that. The connected homes, you know, it's just a few years old, isn't it? Well, the the truth is the connected home's been talked about for a long time, starting with the, you know, George Jetson in, in, in the 60s. <laughs> um, and Lutron really got into it in, in the late 80s and um, really focusing on more luxury homes. And we kind of took our, our business that we built around the luxury homes 25 years ago and our business to make making great lighting pro projects. And in the last few years, we combined them together to, to offer this great, mass consumer connected home product. So I think that to some degree, the smart home is most often, at least in, in Lutron's terms, associated with lighting, right? Um, something that we tend to take for granted, not think twice about. Um, what is so different in your mind now, both from the professional side and Lutron's point of view, but also taking into account what the consumer thinks about lighting today? Yeah, so a couple things happen that, that are... Oh, obvious when when you think about it but from a lighting standpoint you know lutron's been in a lot of homes for a, a lot of years but w what has changed is that the the smartphones came along and made technology accessible to people and that was the biggest change for lutron is people realized they could do things with their phone they're like oh i could control my lights but we still had a problem because there was a, a huge awareness issue um Yes, you could control your lights and you could set up scenes and schedule things and do all these functional feature-based things, but it, it wasn't engaging to, to homeowners. And 
the 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 other thing that changes there's a big swell of lots of of the consumer electronics companies as a whole coming into it google apple um amazon coming into the the connected home really raised awareness and so the the smartphones and that large awareness really changed what the just bringing attention to the average light switch um, so what are the most common applications today uh, for smart lighting? You talk about the, the control, the versatility, the connectivity that we have through our smartphones or other hub devices, but, but what else are, are you seeing most frequently in terms of consumer demand and, and these applications for consumers? Yeah, so <clears throat> lots of people use their light switches every day. I'm, I'm sure, Tyler, when you woke up this morning, one of the first things you did was actually touch a light switch, correct? <laughs> <laughs> you know the first thing I touch with my smartphone. Yeah, so <laughs> good point, good point. So you check check your feeds and then uh, check your email and then, you know, you uh, you go to the bathroom, wash your face, you turn you turn the lights on. No, you're you absolutely you right. Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple. You think about your smartphone. Maybe you think about your family, your kids, or your significant other. And but in all those instances, you, you're you're touching lights. You, you use the restroom, you turn the lights on. You get dressed, you turn the lights on. You go down to, to make coffee and have a bagel, you turn the lights on. And then you turn all those lights off before you leave the house. So before you even have left the house, you've touched your light switch, you know, a couple dozen times. Yeah, you've um, got my morning you routine. You got, you've got it down already, Matt. But you're right. I don't, I don't stop to think about how many times no. I'm turning on and then having to go back and turn off lights. Right. So, so I, I, I use this example is that lighting is around you every day. And if you could make it a little more convenient to do, it could really uh, improve your life. So I'll give you an example. So because Lutron's been in the, the connected home uh, business for 25 years, we, um, I have a lot of these products in my house and I get to beta test them, which is, which is great. Um, and so because I had these before kind of the connected home wave came, came into being, you know, you have family over, you have friends over, um, and they come and they're, they're in your house. And the, the, I get a lot of questions. They're like, how, how did you do that? How, how did you make that happen? And, and most of the things that happen are, have to do with lights and shades. So I'll give you an example. We had a, a party for, for our um, kids uh, this summer, and it was a birthday party. It was in the middle of the afternoon, and uh, my wife wanted to do the cake, which is what you do at a birthday party. You have, you, have, you have cake, and the kids wanted to light the candles, and so it, but it's two o'clock in the afternoon. It's bright out, so we got everybody into the kitchen, you know, family room area. They come in. <clears throat> you know, I said, uh, Alexa, um, set, set the mood to nightlight, and guess what happened? The shades start closing. The drapes close. The lights dim down. <clears throat> Mom walks in with the cake. The kids, the kids, you know, sing happy birthday. The whole family is like, how did, how did, how did that even happen, right? How, how I didn't know that was possible. Um, so again, even though people know you can do things with the smartphone and you can set things up with voice control, the lighting is something that is a real wow factor for people that makes the voice assistance and other things that are in the market really come to life in real life situations. So today we're also talking to Google Home and the uh, explosion yep. of, of uh, voice recognition, voice control uh, across the tech suite. But um, it's so key to integrating lights, right, and some of the smart home elements. Um, 
It's just one short step beyond everything you were just describing, Matt, which is instead of having to touch your phone, which, as I said, is the first thing I do in the morning, you're not touching anything, right? It's part of your natural routine, your natural conversation, if you will, with your house and your technology. Yeah, it's 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 actually you know pretty simple. I can be down in my in my rec room and I can say, okay, Google, um, set the lights for movie scene, and and the lights will dim down. And, and we all know that the movie theater, the movie begins when the lights start to dim. Oh yeah, that's a great point about the you know almost Pavlovian response about the lights going down. I get that. Um, what about voice recognition more broadly in the smart home? Um, when we talk about the nearly sixty years of of Lutron's existence and evolution, voice is is probably the very latest element of that evolution, right? So where are we now, and and where do you see it progressing for you at Lutron? Yeah, so <clears throat> a lot of the key use cases for for Lutron and for Lutron's customers are uh, centered around peace of mind. And what that means is that, you know, people worry about their homes. It's, it's your largest single investment that, that m- most people make. And so they, they want to take care of it. They want to know their family safe. You want to know that when, you know, <clears throat> your kids come home, that the, the, the lights are, are going to be on for them when they get home from school. Um, you want to know when you leave the house, maybe you can make the house look like it's lived in. So, you know, we can imagine a world where you're walking out of the house and you say, okay, Google, um, I'm leaving. And you leave and everything just happens. The, mu- the music turns off, the lights turn down, maybe a, ki- a couple uh, front um, lamps in front of the front win- windows turn on randomly while you're away. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's all by it. One simple phrase can make all of this all of these things happen. And so we see that progression from um, very, if we do this, then do that, to turn into fully automation, where it actually is aware of what you're doing and what's going on and can, can make things happen more autonomously. Uh, so, Matt, I don't want to leave out a key step in this because we're getting you know, way into the, 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 the possibilities and, and the realities as well as smart home. But step one for so many consumers is, you know, look, there's a bit of a challenge just to get this smart home technology, the products in the home, right? Um, I, I, from what I gather, more and more people are doing it themselves. But are homeowners, in your view, installing your products themselves or are they also finding the professionals to help them do it? What's, what's the current balance right now? Yeah, so, for example, our Caseta by Lutron product is a, a, a mix, right? It's actually about half and half. Not, not everybody wants to go change their own light switch. A lot of people can, but a lot of people can't, and a lot of people just would rather have someone do it. So, you know, Lutron's a, a, a very strong, well-recognized name with the uh, electrical contractor community, and so they have access to our products. Not only are our products available at retail outlets, but they're in all the electrical distributors uh, uh, around the around the world. And so what that means is that if you call your electrician and say, I'd like to get a smart home, they, they can then provide it through the training that Lutron provides to them. And we think that's a very important way because we've looked at other parts of the connected home. And so far, even though a lot of the press and the, and the news is about the, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Most of the business is still professional today. The, the you know security systems are installed by professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the connected home that Lutron provided through custom uh, AV installers is a professional install. And and half of our new mass business is uh, 
through professional installs. So on that note about professionals, uh, CES 2019 is on the way. Um, the world's technology professionals will be there, the largest tech event on the planet. Where is Luchon Electronics place? What is your strategy? What, what are you looking for and planning for going in, Matt, to CES 2019? So a couple different things that, that Lutron does is we, one, showcase our breadth of line. Uh, we can do a simple dimmer for, you know, starting at $15 all the way up to a fully automated custom luxury home. And so we, we try to generate some news about what we can do. Um, a lot of our products ha- are out there available today. We have some new, new things that we'll be sharing. Um, and, and so that's one aspect is looking at the news. The other part is our relationships with our, um, um, alliances out there who we work with to help create. We don't do everything. We focus on lights and shading control. Um, and, and we're really excited that the growth and expansion of the smart home in general is helping us uh, form new alliances with, with, with new, new companies. Um, and then the third part is our people, our professional community who help us dis- distribute and install it. So that's anything from electrical distributors, AV distributors, the, the production home builders, the custom home builders. We, we um, set up time. It's a great gathering place to get all of these people together in a, in a short amount of time. Matt Swatsky is Vice President, Residential Mid-Market Business with Luchon Electronics. Lots of proof points as to why the smart home business is booming right now. Matt, great to have you with us, and we'll see you soon at CES. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. So joining us right now is the Director of Product Management for Google Assistant, Chris Turkstra, and Chris, that's a longer title. I really just want to say you're almost all things voice assistant <laughs> there at Google. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of fun. I, I lead up uh, the device ecosystem for Google Assistant, um, and I'm, so I'm really working on trying to make sure that we've got a, a great ecosystem of devices that really help you in the home, in the car, on the go, um, and really want to make sure that that assistant experience is of a really high quality and consistent across all these devices, and we we rely heavily on our ecosystem partners to deliver that that result. So to say your scope is expanding rapidly is probably an understatement. Um, how, how would you phrase it? I know you're not everywhere just yet, but it sure seems like you're on your way as more and more consumers are uh, adopting voice as an interactive approach and also more and more devices, seemingly exponentially so, are incorporating voice. Yeah, we're seeing uh, terrific results in the market and, and great growth and success. And a lot of that's just due to, to, to the Google Assistant itself and, and what it does for you. Um, you know, we, we really designed the product to be, you know, super useful and, and not just, a, you know, a toy or, or something that just plays music, but, but to also um, make sure that it's helping you, uh, you know, across your day to get things done, um, that it's connecting with, uh, with devices, um, is available on different surfaces. It's now available on over 500 million devices worldwide. Um, and that includes speakers, Google Home, cars, televisions, phones, tablets, watches, et cetera. Um, so we've seen a, a lot of really great growth on, on places that you can talk to the Google Assistant. And, uh, and then also things that you can control with the Assistant. Um, so we just in this last year have seen tremendous growth in this area. It's now uh, available to control over 1,000 different brands and over 10,000 different devices um, that, that you can control just using your voice in a very, very simple integration. 
Um, so both on, on the, in the part of uh, you know devices where you can actually interface with the Google Assistant, tremendous growth, but really explosive growth also in the devices that we call works with, where you can control the device from any assistant surface, including your phone, from anywhere you are. Um, so seeing just a lot of growth in those areas and, and are continuing to do so um, and have a lot more to talk about it at CES 2019. Well, we'll get to CES in just a sec, Chris. I very much want to hear your plans and, and your approach for, for the show. But um, to dive into what you were just saying a moment a moment ago, with, with works with, um, what has you excited right now? I made a you know a casual reference you know to to how quickly Google Assistant is growing and its in its preponderance around devices and, and even verticals. What has you excited right now, just in terms of where where you are that's fresh or, or, or what's coming down the road? Well, one of the things that we uh, that we announced this year at CES 2018 was smart displays. Uh, and as you know, we released that product with, with Lenovo and uh, JBL and with LG. Um, and, uh, and we are just seeing a tremendous uh, usage and uptick of, the, of those device categories. So we think bringing a screen to an to a AI, to an assistant, um, in a way that is, is really, um, you know, has the user uh, getting the simplicity that they expect out of an assistant, but with a screenful surface, um, you know, has tremendous headroom and value, and, and, and it's got a lot of excitement for us. Mm-hmm. For example, um, you know, we talked about the works with devices before. You can control your lights, your thermostat, even see your Nest cameras on the device. Um, and the screen makes that so much more, uh, you know, easier to do. As a matter of fact, we just released a new feature on the smart displays where if you pull down from the top, um, you get a list of all the devices. It's organized by rooms in your home. And, and of course, you can use your voice to control them. But you can also touch if you want to set a temperature or a uh, you know a specific color for a room or light bulb, um, and uh, it, it's really making it so that the smart home is now finally possible and accessible. Um, you know, which is something that we love to do is bringing this uh, this technology that's traditionally been pretty hard and making it so um, so so it's it's really much more accessible to a broad audience in a mass market. Mm-hmm. Um, especially uh, you know in the, in the realm of uh, you know folks who who've had to pay a lot of money or or deal with really really complex home automation systems or many, many different apps and trying to get things to work together, the assistance is, is a platform, you know, that, uh, that once we've done these integrations, um, and, and again, there's a lot of them, um, you have a really nice consistent interface uh, that allows you to control them and manage them and, 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 you know, feel safe and comfortable in your own home. It's, uh, uh, it's really exciting. And the display brings a lot to that in terms of being able to see status, make changes without using your voice, um, and getting really even fine-grained control of, of some of the systems in your home. So that's that's some of the stuff we're really excited about continuing in, the, in 2019. So you mentioned the product launch earlier this year, Chris. Um, I think that CES 2018 in many ways was the arrival of voice around the consumer technology ecosystem, at least that, you know, as in a horizontal sense it was recognized by industry broadly. Um, for many other CES attendees, um, it was the year of Google's gumball machine. So you're taking yeah. on a much yeah. more much more visible presence at CES. So let's let's talk about you know, the decision that went into that and what that looked like for you in 2018, and then where you're heading in, in, in 2019 to use CES as, as a showcase for a voice. Sounds good. Uh, 2018 was was clearly a, a huge year for us at CES, um, and uh, you know we decided that it was really a good opportunity to do two things. Um, one is, is to, to, to be able to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, from a PR perspective and from a, from a, 
uh, just letting the world know that we're really serious about this space. We're very serious about this ecosystem of devices. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly the, the number of impressions we drove out of our, our uh, you know, last this year, rather, um, CES uh, deployment were, you know, were, were terrific. The other part of it, I think, was really to, to, to explain to this consumer electronics ecosystem, you know, we think as computing becomes more and more ambient, more available everywhere, um, that, that really it's, it's not just going to be Android phones, um, you know, or, or even iPhones that people interact with this technology through. Rather, it'll be through, you know, everyday ordinary objects in your home. Um, and so, you know, this is, this is uh, how we view this ecosystem, uh, you know, being critically important to us. And we wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, the industry really understood that we're serious about it. Um, and I think we, we accomplished both goals, uh, you know, from, from our perspective. Uh, last year, you know, along with some new product announcements, like I talked about with the smart display, um, we, we, we introduced a bunch of new televisions, uh, many other devices that have assistant built in and, of course, can be controlled by um, the assistant as well. And in 2019, uh, you know, without getting into too much detail, we're really excited about where we're headed um, in January of this year. Um, our, uh, you know, our presence on the ground is, is actually three times the size of uh, what it was in 2018. Um, and uh, it's, uh, the, the plans are coming together, and they, they look quite amazing. Um, we, we talked a lot about the ubiquity of the assistant, um, the available where it's availability, so you can interact with it in you know, the different parts of your day. And I think without getting into too much detail, what you're going to see us get into more this year is around how the assistant can be super helpful in those contexts. Mm -hmm. So in your home, in the car, on the go, what are the things that you can do with the assistant that, that really, uh, you know, light up value um, for the, the products. And, of course, there'll be some new product announcements um, that we're looking forward to, to, to finally being able to show off. Um, and uh, the booth uh, itself is, is going to be quite a, quite a fun event. Without, uh, without disclosing anything, we're really looking forward to taking a lot of people for a fantastic ride. <laughs> well, hearing from a person who put in 20-hour days undoubtedly during CES 2018, it's nice to hear you still so enthusiastic about uh, about what's coming up. Um, when you look to the smart home, Chris, and not just Google Assistant, but, but voice interactivity and recognition in general, is it something of a chicken and egg? Is voice driving greater consumer adoption of smart home technologies, or is that adoption taking place and then consumers are finding more and more uses and practicalities of voice um, as an interactive mode? Uh, yeah, so I mean, in a smart home, I think it's it's an enabling and a, and a unifying technology hmm. um, is, is the way that I would look like it. I, I don't know if, it, you know, who's the chicken or who's the egg, um, but I think if you put together the, the, the three things, the one is the consumer need and, and value you get out of actually having, um, uh, you know, devices that, that, that make your life easier, simpler, and safer. Um, so if you put together those user needs with the ecosystem of devices um, that, that all of our friends in the ecosystem create um, to, to solve those needs, and you put those two things together with, with an interface and an intelligence um, that actually creates um, you know, an orchestration and a unification of these things, that's where you really see uh, magic happen. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's a chicken or an egg thing. It's sort of a combination of a certain number of elements around consumer needs, around the ecosystem of devices, and around a unifying and, and orchestrated interface 
that really is going to do some amazing things in the next few years. Mm-hmm. I spoke at the 2018 panel uh, on home, autom- home automation at CES a lot about um, you know how interesting and exciting it is uh, to think about applying uh, artificial intelligence and, and, and the Google Assistant technology um, to the things we do every day. Right. Um, so as an example, uh, you know, if you, you know, it's, it's one thing to turn on the lights and, and be able to use your voice to do that or, you know, or get fine grain and controlled. But beyond that, you know, users really today who want to do more advanced stuff, they have to get into programming. Um, you know, sort of if this happens, then do this other thing, but only if it's not raining, um, you know, type stuff. And that, that's really hard and, and, and is sort of, to me, is a barrier for mass market adoption. Um, and so the stuff that I'm really excited about in our future is, is actually having the assistant figure out uh, our patterns and, and understand, um, you know, and predict what it is we, you know, we, we might want to do with these, uh, you know, with these lights or that heat or the, or the entry systems um, or how to respond to a particular um, emerging situation. Um, and so I think that, that um, that's a place that we'll end up, you know, really going is where you don't have to use your voice or touch your wall. Um, but rather the assistant uh, and the technology behind it is making intelligent decisions um, that, that, that make your life even more simple and, and automatic, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so really looking forward to getting to that, that point where, uh, where the assistant's doing the programming for me. And, and Chris, just quickly, um, a quick update from your perspective on the baseline technology we're talking about. That is voice recognition, and it has come so far in just the last few years versus the you know, prior few decades when it was around. Where are we now and how quickly is it improving from your point of view? It's, uh, you're right. It's, it's just been amazing to see this convergence. And you're also right. It's been decades, literally decades uh, of, of technology that sort of all come together. And once we started to mix it together with, um, you know, with machine learning and artificial intelligence, that it's gotten to be uh, even, even more incredible. Um, so we're at the point today where in a noisy room, the Google Assistant can actually understand what you're saying better than another human. Um, so, so we've kind of, not in every scenario, but in, in some cases, we've, we've, we've gone past uh, human capability with regards to doing what we call automatic speech recognition, um, which is just phenomenal and enables uh, you know, the, the technology to, 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 to just work seamlessly and, and much better. People, people are often say they're surprised that it worked um, and, and it's because it is, it is surprising. It seems superhuman, and and um, and, and, and uh, in, in some some measures it, it is. Um, it, it also uh, does a few things for us. So you know, as we've gotten better and better at this, um, we, we're actually gotten better at speech synthesis and output, which of course is the is the interface um, you know that you hear back in many cases from the Google Assistant um, in in the way of actually making that sound more natural. Um, making it have intonations and inflections. Um, you know, some of the things that you've heard uh, that we announced at Google I.O. was that uh, soon John Legend will be available as a voice you can have the assistant talk to you in. Um, and it's, it's not like we, you know, recorded snippets of John saying every word and, and put them together. Um, we actually, you know, used John's input to create a neural network that, that, uh, that allows us to create, um, you know, anything, uh, that, of course, that, that John contractually would let us uh, have him say, um, but, uh, but, but allows us to create, uh, you know, output that, uh, that is, uh, you know, really incredible um, and quite useful. So, so both on the, on the speech input side and, and, uh, and speech output side, tremendous advances, and that's only getting better. Uh, the models that 
the tuning we do for, for how it works well in a car or noisy environments, um, uh, you know, or even with loud music is playing, um, we're applying more and more technology to that to, to make it even better. But it is, you're right, it's a baseline that we got to that sort of enabled, you know, this whole ecosystem to start working together uh, quite well. Uh, yeah, that's why I go with the English butler, Chris, for all my voice assistants. There, there are fewer restrictions <laughs> than, a, than an active performer. Um, Chris Turkstra <laughs> with Google. Fascinating conversation. I know we could go for another few hours, but let's pause right there, and we'll resume when we get to Las Vegas sometime soon. Sounds good. Look forward to it. It'll be about my, uh, I think, 15th or 17th CES, so um, always a good time to be there, and, and we're really looking forward to 2019. All right, and next time on CES Tech Talk, you hear us say this a lot, and you very much see this in effect at CES. Every company is a tech company. So on our next podcast, we are talking to a few globally known brands, you'll know who they are, who see technology as critical to their success moving forward. John Deere has been in the self-driving business uh, for over 15 years. All right, we want you to be CES ready. So step one, subscribe to this podcast. That way you won't miss any of our episodes as we're getting you geared up for CES 2019. The show itself is January 8th through the 11th in Las Vegas. The information you need is at ces.tech. As always, none of this is possible without our stars, our engineer, John Lindsay, and our producer, Tina Anthony. You all are the best in the business. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Tyler Suters. Let's talk tech again soon.